Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to the Daily Daf Differently. I am Rabbi Joshua Cahan, and today we're studying Masachat Shabbat, page 107, Daf Kuf One of the remarkable facets of Masachat Shabbat is that here, more than in many other areas, the Talmud shows a strong inclination to create abstract categories and definitions. Let me explain. The whole middle section of the tractate is devoted to explaining the details of the 39 prohibited labors, the Malachot, listed in the Mishnah in chapter 7. We know that each of these labors is meant to be a category heading, an example representing a larger group. Now, our question is, how do we determine the parameters of the group? What's included if we only have one example? Well, the answer has to be that the group is made up of the model labor and other actions that are similar to it. But similar in what way? For baking bread, is roasting similar because they're about cooking food? Or is baking bricks similar because it is about the process? To figure this out, the Talmud does a lot of debating of the principles that underlie different malachot. These debates feature prominently in the 14th chapter, Shemona Shratzim, which we are beginning today. It opens with the malacha of shochet, of slaughtering. In the main list in chapter 7, Shochet is part of a series of labors that define the process of leatherworking. It goes from trapping an animal, to slaughtering it, to removing and treating the hide, to making leather. One might assume that the defining feature of slaughtering would be a prohibition on killing a living creature that would plausibly extend to all creatures. But our Mishnah changes that in two ways. First, describes a ban not on killing, but on wounding, chovel, rather than horeg or shochet. It clearly assumes that one can violate the prohibition without killing the creature. Second, it assumes that only one, one can only be liable for punishment for wounding an animal that has a hide. In other words, they assume that part of the definition of the category is that the victim be an animal that has a skin that could, in theory, be removed or made into leather, even if doing so is not one's actual intention. This definition, that it's about wounding and about having a hide, seems to have been subject to some debate. The Talmud quotes Rabbi Eliezer as saying that one who kills a flea on Shabbat is the same as one who kills a camel on Shabbat. It's tempting to read this as a moral statement. But in fact, what he's saying is that the category represented by shochet is indeed that of killing, full stop. Thus a category that applies equally to any living creature. One has, in Rabbi Eliezer's view then, violated this malacha by killing the smallest creature we can imagine, a flea, just as surely as one does when killing a very large one, a camel we encounter a similar problem of categorization at the end of page 107b. Shemuel rules that one who removes a fish from water has violated the malacha of shochet, 
when it has a dry spot the size of a coin, which he understands to be the moment it is no longer viable, even if it is not yet dead. If killing an animal is forbidden, then you are liable the moment you inflict the mortal wound, even before the animal actually dies. Now the fish case is an important test case, because it does not involve wounding, thus teaching us, perhaps, that drawing blood is not essential to the definition of shochet. We then learn a seemingly parallel teaching, also from Shmuel. If one reaches in and removes the fetus of a cow, one is liable. One has violated the melacha. Now this seems to be an identical case. We're not wounding the fetus, but are killing it just as surely by removing it from its life source, in this case, from its mother. But here we have another problem entirely. The fetus is not yet considered fully alive since it has not been born. So it's not clear whether it can be killed. Rava suggests an analogy to plucking flowers from a bush. Taking flowers from a bush is forbidden because of a category, an abstract idea, that the rabbis call oker davar migidulo, removing something from the source from which it grows. The fetus, then, could also be an example of removing something from, the so- from its source of life, just like plucking a flower. The problem is, what melacha is that? It doesn't seem to be killing, since flowers certainly are not going to be in the category of killing a living a creature. In fact, the Palestinian Talmud seems to indicate that this oker davar migidulo, removing something from a source of life, is the conceptual definition of another malacha, reaping, part of the agricultural set of labors. If reaping, cutting, or pulling fully grown wheat stalks from the ground is in essence about removing something from its life source, it, that can turn into a category that extends beyond wheat plants to flowers or to animals who themselves have a life source, a fetus sustained in the womb, or even a fish who can survive only in water. This answer pushes us to reconsider our first assumption about the fish case. We thought that clearly the fish case, the fish pulled from water, is a violation of the ban on killing, shochet. But now we have to ask again. Perhaps it's not about killing at all. Perhaps the fish is also an example of oker davar migidulo, removing it from its life source. In which case, ironically, the prohibition on killing a fish by removing it from the water doesn't come from the labor, forbidden labor of shochet, of slaughtering. It actually comes from the forbidden labor of reaping, of pulling vegetables or stalks from the ground. And that, in turn, allows us to return to our initial idea that maybe the malacha of shochet is really defined by drawing blood after all. What that means is we have these two different groupings. We have these malachot, these general categories, that are supposed to be the framework into which all of the forbidden actions of Shabbat fit. And we have a whole set of different specific things 
that we know are forbidden. The problem is that those two groupings, the categories and the specifics, don't necessarily have the same origin. And so, we're left in this very strange position, where we know what the categories are, and we know what the specifics are, but we're not sure which specifics fit into which categories. And so it ends up being the process of fitting our known specifics into these larger categories that forces us along the road of defining more and more carefully the conceptual parameters of each category. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.